This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Jobs report of a full month of the Trump presidency showed the economy added 235,000 jobs in February. The unemployment rate dropped down to 4.7%. More jobs available than people available to fill them. Never seen that before. See that from the Atlanta Fed? They're predicting 4.8% growth for the economy. That's huge. If you've watched this program, you'll know we have a generational low for unemployment, an all-time low for African-American unemployment. That's historic. Breaking news, the U.S. economy added 304,000 jobs last month. That was way ahead of expectations. And it was despite a record-breaking government shutdown. Show. It's your boy, your Scott from Mocha Saturdays. We are running a little bit late today, but that's okay. It's episode number 404. It's February 23rd, 2023. Welcome in, guys. It's going to be a one hell of a show. I want to welcome everybody over on Twitter, over on Rumble, over on Rockfin. Brand new platform we just added here. And, of course, pill.net, foxhole.app. For the best live streaming platform on the interwebs. Welcome in, everyone. We have so much to break down as we always do. Let's see those odds come all the way down the chats. And I just want to, as you guys are going to see here, I have something beautiful behind me. This was a custom-made sign made by one of the audience members. And I just got it in today. This was weeks in the making and didn't charge me a dime for it, which was even, which was fantastic, of course, but... Look at this beautiful sign that was made for me. It has the microphone. It has all these cool LEDs behind it. The red pill and the blue pill with my logo. My goodness. 
We're going to plug them as soon as we get after the news blitz because I want to make sure everyone sees these guys. The, the creators behind them are called Rust Ridge Studios. All American, America first. Patriots that do amazing work here. And I, I can actually talk, say that because I have their product right behind me here. So it was a great addition to the studio and I've been wanting something like that for a while. So shout out to them. Let's see all the red pills over on Fox. I would really, really appreciate that. And of course, guys, please give me the thumbs up over on Rumble. We got over 500 Rumbles on the Esther's episode and over 10,000 views. Rumble be blowing up lately, which is absolutely fantastic. And uh, thank you guys so much. Let's keep crushing it over here. And before we do that, let's say hi to the Woke Fam, shall we? Oh my goodness gracious. We got we got gold pills flying everywhere here. Isaac Truth. Ryder, Shin Sonata, Video Demon Slayer, you saw it here. Wise Mom Bear, Texas Q Patriot, my beautiful mods. What is going on, guys? Sunny day. We got Bubble Sub, The Diligence, Easy Haas, Tom Ford's in the house, Cage Farmers here, Filter Dog, M1911, Zoom Cubs, Jedi, Oriandis here, Megathan. We got Loop De Loop. Says, so cool. Love the lights. It's a perfect addition to the studio. It's the last final piece to make this look so profesh. Tennessee Girl here, Sea Wags, we got also Heavy D007, Cindy's in the house, M1911 Zoom, KH Ohio, Nancy's Salty Beaver. I always miss when Nancy Salty's Beaver is not here. I'm great to have you here. We got Optimus Grind, Faith Refere, you saw it here first. Cage Farmer, what up, my dude? Karen Harris now coming in hot. Thank you, Ryder. We got Web Grill, what up, my dude? Izzy Q, Woken Walked, Down Home, Christina Fontana in the house. What up, Enemy of My Enemy, Video Demon Slayer. So awesome to see you guys. Thank you so much. We got Rich in the house. What up, Rich? Great to see you back in the chats, as always, my friend. And we got Jack Attack. Drop me some early gold pill love, as he always does. And we got Fred45. Very good to see you, my friend. And who else? Lori Y412. Welcome to the show. We have a great show here. Sid Vicious. And also, let's see. We also got anyone else? I missed Cub Shed. That's what I was looking for. Let's pop over to that Rumble chat, shall we? We got Salt Muncher ODA. Salty Motor. Look at all these salty peeps in the chat here. We welcome all Salty's army in our shows. We have, uh, I love Salty, Salty Cracker, he's the man, and uh, still crushing it. I love seeing some of his fam. I'm assuming you guys are from there. Uh, but either way, if you're not, welcome to the show. Mel Marble, Sean Anon, we got Submergency, Heather Lynn, we got Truly01, Bakey 72 The Diligent, we got Madbone. Look at all these new names here. I love this. Beastinger, don't tread on me. We got Little Cat hanging out with us. Eric, Super Patriot. Juan Rambo, and uh, let's see who else too quick, and HL Paco Mermaid Q always dropping, always modding and doing awesome. Salty Army loves woke societies. Yeah, uh, you guys, we are mutual friends and uh, in this in this information war, and we got I got nothing but love for uh, any of the Salty crew out there. And uh, welcome to the three people over on uh, on Rockfin. Welcome to the show. Um, this is I'm brand new here. I was invited, and if you guys are there, please smash that like button, the thumbs up, and uh, please, if you guys want to donate, you guys can always donate as well. Love you guys so much. Thank you all so much. We have uh, we're off to an amazing start on the gold pills. We'll get to all that in just a moment. We're running a little bit late here, and let's get to that news blitz because we have a lot to go over. We're gonna be going over, of course, of course, Pete Butt Plugs visit to East Palestine. And this looming war in Russia and Ukraine and also some new January 6th footage that is not going to make anyone happy. So that being said, it's News Blitz time. And the days for crypto fraudster SBF Sam Bankman-Fried is not looking well because it looks like there's going to be even more charges put up against him. 
Not looking good, man. This is what happens when you scam people through cryptocurrency, and this is coming off the press from DailyMail.com. Crypto fraudster SBF is hit with four more charges over collapse of the $250 billion FTX exchange, bringing his total to a possible 155 years behind bars. After 300 illegal political donations are added on, but don't worry, any of those politicians connected taking any money from SBF, even people like Tom Brady, I highly doubt they're going to be touched by any of this. So who's going to fall on the sword? It's going to be SBF himself and now facing 155 years. I have no idea if he's going to be able to get out of this. We shall see if the Democrats pull him out. But I, I, to be honest, guys, I could care less if he goes to jail or not. But if we would love, love to get some justice for scam artists like this. Here we go from Fox News. The Arizona rancher that killed one of the illegal immigrants on his property, George Allen Kelly, posts $1 million bail released from custody ahead of the next hearing. Well, this is some good news, I guess. George Allen Kelly, who's facing murder and other charges in the shooting of a Mexican national on his border property, has been released from custody, Fox News Digital confirmed Thursday. In Santa Cruz County, Sheriff's Office Chief Deputy Geraldo Castillo confirmed that 73-year-old Kelly posted bond Wednesday after appearing in court and Judge Emilio Velasquez had upheld Kelly's $1 million bond, though, agreed to convert it to, from cash to surety. And the sad part is, if Joe Biden has decided to actually give a shit about our borders, you wouldn't have Americans killing illegal immigrants coming on their property, destroying their property, doing God knows whatever else. I know some of these people are innocent, but a lot of them are cartel members smuggling that fentanyl across our border, making it rain while Americans die. Let's get over here. Rachel Levine put out a new book here written by Lisa Bunker called She Persisted. And it's based on the best-selling picture of book series by Chelsea Clinton and Alexandra Bogar. All we can say, guys, when I look at this picture, it's nothing but pure AIDS. Let's get over here to post-millennial. The Minnesota is going to be allowing illegal immigrants to get driver's license. That's uh, nothing to see here. And on Wednesday, the Minnesota State Senate passed a driver's license for all bill. You don't even have to be a citizen to get a driver's license anymore in Minnesota. Isn't that fantastic? And Fox News reports that the bill states any person applying for a state ID or driver's license is not required to demonstrate United States citizenship or lawful presence in the United States. The only thing I have to say about this, guys, what does this have to do with future voting laws and the future of voting in general? Are people just going to be able to cross the border and illegally vote anyways? Oh, wait, they've already been doing that. And that's why one of the bigger reasons why the border is wide open. Let's get over to CBS News. Special counsel is asking judge to compel Mike Pence to testify in the January 6th probe. More aides coming out of this special prosecution from Jack Smith's investigation as federal prosecutors have asked the chief judge in Washington, D.C.'s federal court to compel former Vice President Mike Pence to comply with a grand jury subpoena and testify as a witness in special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into the events surrounding the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. Three people familiar with the investigation told CBS News in the motion to compel Pence's testimony filed in secret to Chief Judge Beryl Howell in recent days came after lawyers for former President Donald Trump asserted executive privilege in response to Pence's subpoena that people said. Guys, there is nothing that's going to be coming out of Jack Smith's investigation. This is just more political warfare um, leading up to 2024. I have, I don't think anything's going to come out of this, and this is all going to go away at some point. And anything to do with Pence, eh, does it really consider it newsworthy? Not sure. And anyways, let's go over here to Intel Paper. We have... My goodness, Sam Brenton has been caught once again, and the and the woman that he stole the luggage from actually realized that this was the man that stole the luggage from her and even posted the pictures for wearing the same clothes that this man was wearing himself. Tanzanian fashion designer Isia Kamsen uh, accused ex-Biden official Sam Brenton of wearing her stolen clothes. Remember, 
This is who Biden decided to hire to deal with their nuclear waste and has been fired ever since because he got caught twice stealing luggage. But it's back in the news here. And fashion designer alleges Sam Brenton stole her luggage in 2018, has pics of him in the gowns to back it up. And as you can see here, these gowns, from what I understand and research, were custom made. And you can tell they're clearly the same exact type here that she was wearing. And not even that, it was also the jewelry here. And you can see... Christina Punshaw, Pusha over here over on Twitter said, whenever the Biden admin lectures us about DEI, I will think of their cross-dresser fetishist stealing a Tanzanian woman's luggage to wear her clothes. And you can see it wasn't just one shirt. It was multiple shirts here. And also it was jewelry. This is the woman here that this is the woman that owned the clothes on Twitter saying he, even this jewelry was in my lost bag. Dang, with the crying face. As you can see, this man has a clear, clearly has a, a problem with stealing people's luggage. And again, what else would you expect from people in Biden's administration? And yeah, steal that look, challenge accepted. Well done. We got also from Just the News, some other news coming out of the FBI. Gone wild, internal memos chronicles years of drunk driving, lost weapons, and other misconduct. Shocker. Scores of FBI employees have been caught over the last five years engaging in unethical and illegal conduct such as driving drunk, stealing property, assaulting a child, mishandling classified documents, and losing their secret weapons, and also beating the shit out of their wives. But they often escape being fired, according to internal disciplinary files provided to Just the News. But even he received only a two-week suspension despite violating the Bureau's protocols for weapon storage. It's okay. His rifle got stolen out of his car. No big deal. Throwing sexual misconduct was also rampant in the reports dating to 2017, including inappropriate affairs with felons in prison. Amazing. But guys, this is what I'm saying. I'm not here to grill the entire FBI. We know there's some good eggs in there. But as a whole, fam, the trust in the FBI is shot. Director Ray is shot, in my opinion. No trust there. And there's a lot of bad FBI agents in there, and they just don't give a shit or follow the laws themselves. Let's keep moving on here. From the Gateway Pundit, some great news coming out of Tennessee. Tennessee lawmakers passed bill banning drag performance in public or in front of children. I love this, and I'm so glad I moved down here. Republican Representative Chris Todd introduced the bill HB 0009 after he sought a court order to stop a family-friendly drag show that was scheduled to take place in the Jackson Park last year. His effort was successful. The show was moved to a venue for adults and was forced to be indoors in 18 and up, and I was asked to come out with legislation that would make this much more clear, and now it's done. And now they're absolutely banning all of this drag shows in front of in front of children. And now they're going to be moved to adult venues. I don't. I can't stand any of it. I don't want to see any of it. I wish it wasn't society at all. But adults can do adult things, and if it's 18 and up, they can decide if they want to do that. Get this shit out from from away the children. And oh, guys, I just want to show you. Have you guys seen the new 2030 food pyramid from the World Economic Forum? Up at the top is antidepressants. Underneath is soy milk. Bugs is the uh, almost in the middle. Seed oils on the bottom. And oh, by the way, the foundation for the best diet from the WEF, it is microplastics. Isn't that amazing, guys? Make sure you're getting yourselves healthy. You don't want none of this shit in your system, especially the soy and the bugs and the seed oils. None of it. And from uh, Post Millennial, CNN's ratings for this morning jumped 5% without Don Lemon. And it's pretty, uh, It's pretty. I guess it's known well that uh, Don Lemon is going to get fired because women in CNN are not standing up for him and they want him completely gone. So as you can see, Don Lemon's career is probably most likely over at this point. And just a quick update on Damar Hamlin. Guys, I completely missed this about the tattoo on his hand. This is crazy. Damar Hamlin speaking in front of everyone where he was. Could it be true? Is he really okay? Here, I want to show you a couple things. So here's Damar 
on February 8th, 2023. Looking good, looking fly. And here is Damar on February 9th with a new tattoo. And somehow with this one day miraculous tattoo to get tattooed and healed, um, take note of what it is. All right, so what is this? Well, it's an astronaut. Hmm. They're fucking with us. Straight up. They're straight up messing with us. Damar on February 8th, 2023. Damar February 9th, 2023. I just don't understand. And I went to leave a comment on his Instagram page and comments have been limited. No questions allowed. Now zip it. They must have fucked up his clone at least a little bit, and it looks like the tattoo might be the giveaway. And what that, ladies and gentlemen, is today's News Blitz. Crazy. I know a bunch of people were telling me about the tattoos, but I didn't know which tattoo was being referred to, and I didn't know it was on his hand. That would be completely visible to most of the public, but man, oh man... Whatever the lizard people did to his uh, clone there, they, they forgot that little detail. And I still, I don't care what anyone says. That ain't Damar Hamlin, and anyone that says otherwise can suck it. Uh, let's get into these donations, guys, because you guys are pouring them in. Thank you all so much. We got, uh, let's see, we got to keep going here. Uh, we got Down Home with the Ship. It says, Thirsty Thursday, and I know the show going to be badass. Let's fucking go. Thank you, my man, for the ship. Over on Pill.net. Welcome Walk says, Happy Thursday, Scott and Foxhole fam. Jack Attack says, let's fucking go. No Cuomo, the cookie popcorn says, thanks to your reporting investigation, the Ohio train burn. You guys on it, you got eyes on it and made things happen. Kudos. Thank you, popcorn. We, uh, we were at the tip of the spear for that story, me and a few others. And, uh, we forced the people over on Twitter and the, uh, this government, this corrupt government, uh, to kind of, uh, look into this a little bit, uh, a little bit further. So absolutely amazing. Thank you, popcorn. Another can says, I watched your show after work and went through it looking for your announcement and couldn't find anything. Yeah, I'll announce that at the end of this one. I, honestly, I completely forgot. 17 coming for you. My goodness, coming hunting hot with an EMP. EMP 10,000 gold pill drop. Hello, Scott and fam. Let's get this party going. Thank you, my friend. I could definitely use those right now. Cubs Jedi with a can. Think about what you think about. Welcome, Walt. And Cindy with the ah cans. M1911 Zoo with the cookie. Ohio Cammy, thank you so much. And Rich says, Rich it all up into house. Ryder, thank you so much. And Burr Cocaine, Big Ant says, I'll bet Maxine Waters toenails t- uh, took... Look like tree bark. I, I, why am I even thinking about that, man? It's going to make me vomit. Space Coast says, hi, family. Anyone else watching the Arizona election hearings? I did not. Um, if anything comes out of it, uh, we'll certainly uh, we'll, we'll be on that tomorrow. C. Blanche and Sean, Joe, and Rich, thank you for more of those cookies. Drag them behind my 4 by 4 17 with a cookie and another cookie, my man. Thank you so much for dropping me so much love. We're almost up to 15,000 gold pills, guys, and we were just getting started over on the Foxhole. Please continue to smash that red pill over on Rumble. You can also smash that thumbs up, and we just busted over 1,000 viewers on Rumble. And um, and uh, someone says, oh, I thought someone said Donald Trump tagged me. I'm like, oh, wait, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome, two tears of me. I hope he sees it. You guys over on Rumble, smash that little uh, dollar sign there. You guys can get in on the action. I'll read your message just like I do in the Foxhole. And also, you guys can do uh, buymeacoffee.com slash woke size. Guys, I have sweat going into my eyes because it's like it's 83 degrees and it's super hot in my studio. I don't have our fans out yet. So I'm getting sweat in my eyes and it's burning me. It's burning my eyes open. And you guys can also do Cash App. And if you guys do uh, buy me a coffee, your message pops up right there. And for everyone over on Rockfin, 
Uh, you guys can also donate as well. There's only uh, two people over there, but that's okay. We just started over there. You guys can donate. I don't even know. This looks like spam over here in the chat, so that's, that's, that's great. And uh, we'll continue on as we go. So as we always do, got to bring you in to the main event with an awesome, funny video. And uh, guys, before I do that, actually, you guys see this amazing sign behind me, this Woke Society's uh, sign, custom built, LEDs, custom woodwork, paint job, everything. Even, even the microphone is metal. These pills behind me are amazing. And I want to give a shout out to anyone that needs any custom designs to go to Rust Ridge Studios. I'm going to drop this link right now. Uh, this, this, ama- this amazing patriot made this for me for free. And I said, you make this for me, uh, free, my friend. I will do a free month of advertising. And that's what we're going to do here. So we're going to stand by our word here. And I'm going to be dropping this link right in the chats here. And you guys want to c- go check out all their amazing work. They have so many amazing things. And not just not just the pre-designs they already have ready to go. They do custom work as well. They really step it up. They have over three pages of just amazing amazing work here and uh, you can basically give them any ideas guys and they will create it for you go check out rust ridge studios at the link at etsy.com and go get yourself something and uh, maybe we'll even get a discount code or something i'll talk to them and uh we'll get that all settled so guys i'll make a little special announcement at the end of the uh at the other side thank you for reminding me and before we do that let's watch this funny video and i'll see you guys on the other side of the intro take a watch Falls are the number one cause of injury to senior citizens. Acorn Stairlifts has a solution. Hey, I'm Joe Biden, and I come making up a flight of stairs without falling on my ass. It's starting to get embarrassing. Thank God for acornstairlifts.com. That's right. Don't let limited mobility keep you from going up and down your stairs. Acorn's trained technicians professionally install your stairlift directly to the staircase. We don't leave until you're completely comfortable using your Acorn Stairlift. Call for your free no-obligation information kit and quote from Acorn Stairlifts. Call 1-877-251-1574 for your free information kit. Warning! Woke Societies contains opinions and commentary that may not be suitable for all audiences. We are not responsible for the views, actions, or statements from the viewers in the chats. They can be a little crazy, but damn do we love them. Be prepared to laugh, be enraged, cry, and unlearn everything you know about this world from a once-crazed lefty individual who had his own awakening. We bring the news, hilarious memes, internet culture, and amazing music all into one chaotic crescendo. And to be shown an unhealthy amount of rainbow dildos. Fragile, smooth brains, beware. You have been warned. Enjoy.
there's a 115 degree uh, delta between this side and that side, that, that triggers how to stop it. There's never a spec about how frequently those high boxes are. Yeah, there's a railroad that, That's a railroad decision. There's about 6,000 up and down there, so that's roughly uh, between every 25 to 40 miles. Across the same thing in terms of what the tolerance is about. If you can see that side frame there, so that truck, it's sort of hard. All right. Welcome to the main event, guys. We got through the appetizer. Now we're about to get into the main portion. It's episode number 404. It's Scott from Oak Societies. Welcome to everyone over on Rumble. Over on Twitter, over on Rockfin, and of course, Pilled.net. Welcome in, guys. Thank you all so much. To 1,100 of you over on the Rumble channel. We were up to 1,500 viewers on there last night alone. Thank you all. The Rumble is growing where the uh, views are going up, so that's always fantastic. Seeing new names in Rumble, on Pilled, um, everywhere. Just absolutely everywhere, guys. Remember, you guys can donate in Rumble. Guys on Pill, they're crushing it with the donations. Absolutely crushing it. I know it would help if Rumble actually allowed people to donate through their phones. But they don't do that yet because uh, they don't want to be feed by the big tech platforms, I guess. Which is kind of lame. So, any donations, guys. Super appreciate that love. And uh, if anything, just smash that like, uh, the thumbs up button. I would really appreciate that. And thank you so much. Awaken Down Under, my dude. Throw me a ship there on the break. Thank you so much. And 17 dropped me a whole bunch of cookies. Three cookies, in fact. Thank you so much, my man. I really, really appreciate all the love, guys. Let's get that Foxhole chat back up. Yes. So, guys, as we know, it was no secret. It was no secret that um, once Donald Trump said he was going to be coming in to East Palestine, the rest of the world all of a sudden decided, hey, do we should we probably we should probably care about the uh, the residents in East Palestine, East Palestine. And we saw FEMA. We saw the Red Cross. We even saw Pete Buttigieg say, hey, maybe we should go over there and not look like and pretend to at least care about Americans in general while we've been raping their wallets, giving them super high inflation and destroying the economy. Maybe we should go over there and at least pretend to see what the hell is going on. And guys, we went over yesterday just how awesome Donald Trump's appearance was almost a morale booster, at least on this show. And I'd have to think, guys, this was a morale booster for the entire country. To see Donald Trump flying in on his plane, looking all presidential-like as he always does, got the umbrella, walking around um, with J.D. Vance and the mayor of of East Palestine, going through everything, looking at the charts, and most importantly, coming in with a message of hope and supplies, water, cleaning supplies, and letting everyone know you are not alone. You are not alone in drawing that contrast of Biden visiting Ukraine while the people in East Palestine, American, American citizens... Got absolutely nothing and nothing but lies. Guys, we're going to be going through Pete's appearances here. We're also going to be going through more of the cover-up that we're seeing here. And we're also going to be hearing from an independent, um, I don't even know what his title is, but he is a 30-year veteran in cleanups, chemical cleanups, and he's one of the most used men in the country for lawsuits as expert witnesses in chemical cleanups and these kind of disasters. And he is specifically went to East Palestine, and he's doing his own independent study. And you're going to see 
The people from the government do not want him there and do not want him doing that. Even so, to where some of the people on the EPA were going into private property to try and stop them or at least ask questions because they aren't too happy about it. The cover-up is in full swing, guys, and there's a Supreme Court case that is going to be coming in the next few months that involves Norfolk Southern that I found, and this is setting up the entire game, guys. This None of the stuff we're about to see here and have been talking about is anything by coincidence. So... Let's get the aides out of the way first, and let's get into Pete Buttplug here, and let's get the timeline down. We all knew Pete Buttigieg was going to go there today. We didn't know exactly when. So what time did he pick? Super early in the morning, and when I say super early, this is super early for me. I'm sure it's not most for Americans that have jobs. Got to Ohio in East Palestine at 7 in the morning, and this is where our story begins today. From the Gateway Pundit, Pete Buttigieg sneaks up into East Palestine at 7 a.m., before the locals wake up, what a clown show. And the Transportation Secretary Buttigieg refused to offer immediate assistance. FEMA failed, as we all know. And you want to talk about a picture of weakness. I don't think you get much worse than this. You have the NTSB there, and you have Pete Buttigieg pretending to look like he gives a shit or knows anything about train derailments, chemicals. Why does this dude even have this job in the first place? Besides the fact that he's gay, I have no idea. The only one that could outbeam him on this, if Corinne, the press secretary, would probably have a better shot now at beating the uh, uh, pre- being the uh, defense, uh, not the defense guy, the transportation secretary, because she's got black skin at this point, because this administration obviously doesn't give a shit about merit. It's all about the woke checkmark diversity hires. And as we know, Donald Trump visited yesterday and everyone was noticing the timing of this. Cat Turd even put up, says, little Pete, Sneaks into East Palestine at 7 a.m. before the angry residents get up and does a photo op with the bureaucracy. And Savannah Hernandez, one of the great reporters, independent journalists out there, says after almost three weeks, Pete Buttigieg has finally arrived on the ground in East Palestine. And the timing and the optics of this guy's reeks of not giving a shit. I don't know how many times we have seen from this administration give the American people the middle finger straight up with no regard for any of their... disregard them completely. And I said, one of the main reasons that Joe Biden, this was yesterday, went to Ukraine on President's Day because this man cannot show up in his own states, in his own country, without being booed and ridiculed and mocked into oblivion. The only way these people are protected at this point is if they have a staged and a... a, um, I guess, I guess, oh, yeah, you get a staged, um, I guess, a, yeah, a stage here. And my, my mind is going blank here. You guys are throwing me so many gold pills here. It's distracting the hell out of me. But everything, everything seems staged and faked. You have uh, people and the unions that are holding up the Joe Biden signs. All that is going on right here. And the pathetic part about it is I'm looking at what Pete is wearing. Consider what is going on out here. You have all these chemicals floating around in the air, in the water, Please tell me, guys, please tell me how a orange vest, safety goggles, and a helmet are going to protect anyone from anything that's already around here. The moment you start inhaling these chemicals and you can smell them, you've already been exposed to all the shit. And if you guys were to caption this, and Hodge Twins uh, post this picture from, the, from their TV, says, Mayor Pete out here in a hard hat, safety glasses, and a damn orange vest... If you guys can for me in the chats, please caption this while I'll read some of these gold pill donations that I, don't, I, I completely lost track here. 
and don't want to lose. Uh, I don't want to get backed up too far. Seventeen, thank you for those cookies, man. Super appreciate that. Isaac Truth, the shades, badass. And Fox Two says, "What's good, my friend?" And seventeen more cookies. Burboy says they ate. They hate that guy being being there. They thought they were safe after crashing those five CTH people. Yeah, we went into that yesterday. Uh, Burboy, there's no coincidence there. That's for sure. Seventeen, thanks for all those cookies, my friend. And Burboy says I drove to Walmart in a nearby town. I was on my way at at, uh, at seven. I couldn't even tell Budagay was here. Because they didn't want the residents to know he was here. It was completely unannounced. The timing of it, he just showed up early in the morning. We all know why. Uh, C. Blanche, the 101 gold pills. Trappy says, thanks, Scott. Keep it up, sir. And 17 again. And Wisconsin ain't on with a can. Thank you so much. Karen Eric, because it's super, super gay. And we're going to do the dong gong for that. 100%. So... Let's see what the real journalists on the ground were doing here because there were some that were there when Pete showed up. And Pete, before he got into his pretend uh, construction clothes that are going to save him from the environment, was asked some real hard questions, and he didn't want to get too political. Watch this. Sorry, Pete. Uh-huh. I just have a quick question. Uh-huh. Uh, the American public doesn't seem to be very confident in your ability to do your job. Will you be resigning anytime soon? Yeah, I'm not here for politics. I'm here to make sure the community can get what they need. Will you apologize? I, I, I want to be you apologize for the response? That, um, for the slow response, taking your probably time? Probably one of the big things. Yeah. Let's, let's go in here and get away from you. No, no apology? Why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city? DJ, uh, D- uh, DG Lockler says, give Buddha gays a break. After all, he's still chest feeding. That is true. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But he's feeding on a prosthetic tit. So I don't know how much credit we can give him. And the person that, the person that just went and asked, he wasn't even asking a real question. He's like, he's just being a dick too much. I absolutely love. And he's like, when are you going to resign? And in that moment, he realized. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he already knows. He's like, oh man, I gotta hang out with all the, I gotta hang out with all these Trump supporters. I gotta go to a place that is gonna be hostile territory for the Democrats. It's not even Democrats. It could be anyone. If you just showed a little bit that you gave it, that you gave a crap, these people wouldn't be so angry. They don't even know if they can stay in their home still. There are people that still haven't even been home since all this went down. And then you have Savannah there. You heard her ask the question, right? And I want you guys to think about all the news events that we've been covering from the WEF to the point where Norfolk Southern skipped out on the town hall meeting because they were afraid that the people in the town were going to get too violent and aggressive. And what I want you guys to see here, Pete Buttigieg brought in his own press secretary, two direct questions through her, through him. It's amazing because we don't see that with Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump doesn't have mouthpieces speak for him. He had Kaylee McEnany back in the day, the Savage Angel, but that was completely different. Donald Trump walks right into a a group of hyenas, media, doesn't matter who it is, and takes them all on, doesn't matter. He's speaking hot truth. And what do we have here? We get more. You can't ask these questions. Oh, and by the way, we don't want to be on film. And oh, by the way, your questions are a little aggressive. Guys, you can't make this shit up. Mayor Pete, why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city for for the, the, the slow response 
to the government's slow response. Do you have any apologies? I'm this press person. I can help you. Sure, I'm sure, sure, sure. So can, can, can we ask why it took him almost three weeks to get here? I, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this on camera. What was his personal time off while there was a tragedy happening here? And can we also ask you why it, uh, you know, he waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance? This is a very important question that people across America would like to know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Uh, well, please put your cameras away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we are allowed as press. I, you guys, I would like you guys to turn your cameras off. You're on my camera. Well, I'm on a camera. I would like your cameras to be off, and then I'm happy. You can film whoever the hell you want when you're out in public. There is no laws against that. This is all soy, lefty, Democrat. I'm scared of the narrative that we don't want people to get out there and asking and answering the real questions. That's all this is. Pete, you can't even you can't even go up against two citizen journalists here, and you have to have this woman here be your gatekeeper and say we don't want to be on camera. Why don't you want to be on camera if you have nothing to hide, nothing to be ashamed about? Fam, this is how this entire thing started, and it's not getting any better. I'm going to talk to you guys. Well, if you're the press secretary of the secretary of the Department of Transportation, don't you think you should be able to ask questions from the American public that Absolutely. you serve? Absolutely. I would like to do it without the camera on. Can I ask why? I think that is a little bit aggressive. That's why why is it aggressive? It's Thank aggressive? I, I- Hold on. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. On behalf of the American people, I'm just asking why he has not been here until Donald Trump came. He's asked them three several times for them to turn the cameras off, and they will not do it. He's been able to walk away. Would you like to go inside? I do not. I will walk this way. Can I ask what the secretary is going to do with the picture of Jenny Care? He took her the other day when he asked, she was asking a question in Washington, D.C. I'm happy to answer your questions. I would like you guys to not have your cameras on. I don't know. Yeah, so you guys remember that clip that I played yesterday when Pete Buttigieg was walking around D.C. in the middle of the night and one of, the, one of these, again, independent journalists walked up to him and just asked him very simple, basic questions about East Palestine. And at the very end of the video, he asked, can I get your name and a picture of you on his phone? And that's a very odd request, don't you think? And that was the question this other reporter just asked his gatekeeper here. And she's like, I'll answer all these questions. I just can't. I just don't want to be on camera. Okay. You all have your cameras on. I can see them. You guys, I'm happy to have this conversation. All right, y'all. So we are with the press secretary for Pete Buttigieg. And right now we are being told that we are not supposed to be filming. Again, we are here on behalf of the American public because we would like to have the conversation and we would like to ask the question as to why, um, again, it took almost three weeks for Pete Buttigieg to be here on the ground. Uh, He waited until Donald Trump came here to actually be here and speak to residents. Uh, The people here have been quite tight-knit about when we can ask questions. And again, we're here on behalf of the American public, and we wish we could be able to ask these questions, but for some reason, uh, you know, we're not allowed. We're not allowed. We can't get answers. But Trump, he'll walk right out there in the middle of all that, and he's got all the answers for everyone. And even that, he's got Trump water. He's got cleaning supplies. He's got all of it. And that's the last that Pete Buttigieg got anywhere near anybody uh, that wasn't corporate media, that wasn't a setup, uh, you know, stage with the microphones, with all the uh, corporate media outlet microphones on him. And he says he doesn't want things to get political, right? Doesn't want anything to get political. And this is why I'm saying, you guys are seeing this new tactic that the left has been employing now, probably since 2015, 2016, when Trump got into office about, and I saw Paul Thaddeus write it, you're absolutely right. Words are violence. And guys, I just want to point this out. 
The words are violence, harassment, bullying. Fuck all that noise. They're words. They're words. Yes, words do carry meaning. Words do carry power. But words are not violence. And for anyone to use it as a cop-out to not answer basic, simple questions, you know exactly they're not being genuine, they are hiding things, and they are there to protect the narrative and do whatever damage control they possibly can do. So you see at the WF, you see when the Pfizer CEO is approached, you see when Klaus Schwab is approached, you see how all these cocksuckers all say the same thing. They don't want to talk to independent journalists, your questioning is too aggressive, your words are violence, and we don't want to show up and actually have the balls to face the people that we just poisoned and nuked their land. Because we're afraid they're going to get violent. Meanwhile, these people are going to end up, might have end up having cancer down the road, might have all kinds of diseases down the road, and not just them, their kids also might be diseased down the road. While the governor and the EPA and the government are all saying to the residents, you're good to drink it, you're good to bathe in it, oh, and you have a well, you should probably get it tested, we'll do it for free, but make sure we're going to sign a contract so you can't sue us. Guys, everyone can see right through this shit. And we're going to have a couple more clips here from Pete. And then we're going to move off of them because it can only take so much AIDS in one show. Pete wanted to go up there and again, bring home the point. And this is the same narrative that we've been hearing now for the last week. They have, the media has nothing, almost nothing to protect the establishment with this kind of story. Besides the fact of them deflecting that Donald Trump rolled back policies and that's what allowed this disaster to happen. And we went into extreme detail as to why that has nothing to do with how this train crashed. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It is nothing but sheep, smooth brain talking points that anybody that still guzzles down the corporate media narrative will believe. And Pete Buttigieg here wanted to make sure that, again, this isn't about politics. I'm just here to work. Look again, I'm here for the work and not for the politics. Uh, You can sense when you talk to local leaders and local residents that they're getting pretty sick of the politics too. And this national uh, uh, ideological layer that's been added into all of this when they're just trying to figure out if they're going to be safe. And there's no question that there have been enormous amounts of both information and misinformation Anything, anyone that says the words misinformation and disinformation is any opinion or fact or sauce that goes against their narrative that they want to continue to just mindfuck whatever American people now are listening to this garbage. That's all this is. And this is the, this is the, they are grooming this man, guys. You want, people always ask me, why is this man in the position that he's in? He is being groomed to be one of the most dangerous presidential candidates in the near future, guys, I've, and I've been saying this now for two years, watch out for this guy. He might have that nice little smile. Uh, he's gay, whatever. That, that doesn't even matter. His father was a straight-up communist. And this man, that has, I, I have yet to see him do anything for our infrastructure, all of a sudden we have plants burning down all across the country. Ships, cargo, all of it. And he couldn't resist. He couldn't resist himself before he took his little walk around to go look at whatever he was looking at, pretending like he gives a shit about any of this. And he brings up Trump. Sounds like you're talking about Trump. And then he said, I need your help. How can he help? Well, one thing he could do is uh, uh, express support for reversing the deregulation uh, that uh, happened on his watch. I heard him say he had nothing to do with it, even though it was in his administration. Uh, so if he had nothing to do with it, and uh, they did it in his administration against his will, uh, maybe he could come out and say that uh, uh, that... Uh, he supports us moving in a different direction. Uh, we're not afraid to own. 
My thing here is, Pete says Trump needs to come out and show support for a new direction, our new direction. It's like, Pete, just shut the fuck up and just take the new direction, whatever the hell that is, because right now there is no direction. There is zero direction. If there was any, I just did a Donald Trump hand thing. This is how long I've been watching this man. If you if you want to just take the new direction, then just take it. You don't need Donald Trump's endorsement. You don't need. You never wanted Donald Trump's endorsement, anything, because you don't. You hate him. You hate these people. The people you're on the ground with, you despise and you spit on them and you mock them behind closed doors. We all know you do. All these elites do. They don't give a shit about these people. Two and a half weeks later, Pete, you're gonna come down there and pretend to care, and you're gonna come the day after Trump was there, man. How can you look any worse? Any worse? And the press corps with Corinne today was asking her these questions and all Curran did was that she shilled for Joe Biden and said Joe Biden going to the Ukraine on President's Day was a bigger act of showing that the American people are behind it and showing the fact that they support Joe because by Joe going over to Ukraine shows that he supports democracy and that he went into a war zone a war zone and he's issuing democracy for the for the land of Ukraine, for the country of Ukraine. This is what they're trying to sell people. The press corps isn't having it. And Corinne here, you can't make her look any worse. Uh, Midnight Rider posted this one until uh, we found this video today. This is what she had to say. I mean, the trip that President Biden took to Kiev, as many of you reported on, was uh, historic. It was brave. Many of you talked about how we heard the, the sirens wailing uh, in the background as the president was on the ground. Remember, there was there is no military uh, on the ground in, in Ukraine, U.S. military on the ground in Ukraine. And the president took this trip to send a very clear message, not just to the people of Ukraine, not just to Russia, but the world. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. Joe Biden knows he can't go to Ohio. He can barely go anywhere around this country, maybe besides Delaware and Philadelphia and other shithole Democrat cities that they probably have to pay the union workers, pay post office workers to go out there and pretend they give a shit about him. Maybe some of them do. They were all in on the uh, steal of the election fraud. And the Gateway Pundit's reporting now. The White House says Biden has no plans to visit Ohio derailment site despite having plenty of time to visit Ukraine. He's not going there. And you know everything you need to know about uh, Joe Biden is when he is more willing to go out and be celebrated by people that have no idea what's going on that are sucking up the propaganda. And America is the number one in propaganda. We are the best at it. A crowd of 30,000 people on President's Day celebrating him. He would never even come close to getting that here in the United States even if they were paying people to do it. And the sick part about this is he may actually be making a run in 2024, which blows my mind what kind of adrenochrome they're going to be giving this dude to keep that body alive at this point, or he just comes out as a straight lizard person that we all know he is to be. I don't know what the plan is here for Joe, but he can't even show up in front of a little town. He is afraid of the people. And I want you guys to understand that. I know it looks like we don't get wins a lot of the times, but we are winning in little ways. Even if it's little or big, we are winning the narrative. We're winning those hearts and minds. There is no doubt about it. And the finger pointing between DeWine, FEMA, uh, even the American Red Cross, 
they're all saying, well, if there, if there was if there was aid to give, they would have called us for it, and we're just ready. We're, we're just waiting for that phone call. Are you kidding me? Are you joking me? And the only reason why I know that for sure is because it, they said it right here, guys. They said it right here. Suburban says the truckloads of water have arrived in East Palestine, courtesy of the Trump family, 13 pallets. And someone says, where's Samaritan's Purse? Where's Red Cross? And honestly, guys, we know a lot about the Red Cross. We wouldn't want any of these grifters um, anywhere near this place. And they responded and said, we opened a shelter, a shelter that no one heard about on February 4th to support residents under evacuation orders after the train derailment in East Palestine. Responses are coordinated between local emergency management and the Red Cross. We remain in contact. You see that? This was the same line that FEMA used and Pete Buttigieg used. We remain in constant contact with officials ready to respond. They are not there, guys. When they say we remain in contact, that means they aren't physically there. This is all bullshit. And everyone knows it. Let's get to some of these donations. You guys are dumping them on me. Thank you, 17, for all the cookies. Tucker Dick says Pete was auditioning for the village people. C. Blanche in 17 with more cookies. And Space Coast is uh, shipping the contaminated water to a Texas plant, injecting it into the ground. Yeah, I saw um, Kim Iowa send me an article about that. It's out in Houston, I believe, right? They're sending the contaminated water out to Houston. Mm. Amazing, another red state. 17 with a cookie. Cubs Jedi says they only, the, they only go out when it's a controlled environment. Exactly, you nailed it. And Oriana says shame them, mock them, and meme them. Rich says I would have showed that kind of aggressive, and SKG with the Jim Acosta was 100% more aggressive. Snowflakes. Rich with the shade said, what sucks is these people are the type of fucknuts who are employed while stud vets are blackballed. 100% Rich. Um, our vets are, are blackballed every single day. 17 and Sean Joe and more of the cookies. How can Smooth Brains uh, watch this BS and not wonder? I will never get it. And Rich says, uh, that flamer hasn't worked a day except for cleaning poop out of his pee hole. And Liberty Bell says, Trump isn't afraid of the people. Thank you, Scott. And Rich, thank you. Said he's a cum-gaggling, stupid female whore. All right, Rich. Rich is uh, come, uh, he's back to full form here. Thank you, 17 for the cookie and Rich for another cookie here. Ukraine isn't even NATO. And guys, thank you all so much. They're just pouring in. And Trappy and River Pike, thank you for the cookies, guys. We're almost up to 22,000 gold pills. And I super, super appreciate that. And 1,200 of you over on Rumble, thank you so much. Let's keep these donations flying through, guys. I super, super appreciate it. So we all know the AIDS, right? And I've been more, now that we got Pete Buttigieg out of the way, what I really want to hone in on, guys, is why we don't trust the government and why we cannot trust them moving forward. We have been covering this story at nauseum every single day, giving you every single update. And you are not going to miss a beat here because Right now, the EPA is actively scrubbing, scrubbing reports off of their website. Frank Castellone here has been on top of this. I was in the spaces with him a couple weeks ago. And they said they have killed this document. It links our 404. This is the pre-controlled burn service water test results for East Palestine. What do the service water results look like post-burn? You'll never know. Save this document if you live in East Palestine. And he tagged a whole bunch of people that have been on this. And what they're doing here, guys, these were the numbers. They finally released the numbers, what the land was pre-burn. That was the pre, and I just want you guys to remember too. They called this burn a controlled burn, and we're gonna figure, and we're gonna find out today why that is also bullshit from an expert. The original documents that show these numbers, the pre-burn numbers, are scrubbed off their website, and we have them archived. Don't worry, they're out there if we ever need them. He also says, this is insane. The EPA is literally hiding documents that were posted a week ago so that people can't compare the pre-burn surface water results 
and post control burn results. They don't want you to see how bad it is. I can honestly see no other reason. It goes into this whole timeline of when they uh, when they did this. And again, they collected a total of 518 pages of lab reporting for 78 samples with only 19 samples having mapped locations. So the majority of the samples that they have here, they aren't mapped. So they won't be telling you where they got those from. That is a huge problem. So you have the EPA going out here saying we're going to give uh, do these tests. It's all free. Don't worry about it. And they're going to give them the most minuscule details and shed barely any light on where this is all going. And the documents, in case, if you guys want the documents, I will share those with you now in the links. So you guys have that sauce in case you need to, you need to out there in East Palestine. If you guys need this for yourselves, please, I just dropped the link over on Pilled, over on Rumble, and I'll drop it over on Rockfin here as well. I don't know if anyone's even watching this over there, but either way, it's fine. We'll send the link over there and we'll drop it in. They are hiding these documents. And what I want to show everyone here now is this expert that's going to be the guy that's going to blow the lid on all this and give the people the answers that they actually need. And this guy has the means, has the resources, and he's going to shed the real light onto what's going on in East Palestine for real. Chris and Megan, who's been on top of this as well. This is Stephen Petty, Red Beanie, my friend and colleague. When I, when I told you the EPA samples to get the outcomes they wanted, this is what I mean. Stephen Petty is an engineer and an industrial hygienist. And Tony Merkel here, I'm going to read this here in a minute. He got his name wrong, but this man here is an expert in chemical spills, has been used as an expert witness and exposure expert in many large-scale lawsuits. He's taking samples of the air, water, and soil in East Palestine to independently verify what that government in Norfolk Southern are claiming. Now, I want to hear you. I wanted you guys to listen to this man speak. This man clearly... You can tell, you can always tell when someone knows their, their space, knows their subject, and they speak with authority and listen to the way this guy talks. He talks about this whole entire quote, control burn was not a control burn, and he breaks it down as to why. You got a control burn? Well, there's the lie. It wasn't a control burn. It was a- that, he says, it was a lie. The control burn says right off the bat, that was a lie. You got a control burn? There's the lie. It wasn't a controlled burn. It was an uncontrolled burn. See, I'm a chemical engineer as well as well as a top health and safety guy. I've got undergraduate and graduate degrees in chemical engineering. You're the first actual expert that we've gotten to speak to. In your opinion, why do you believe that it was an uncontrolled burn? Why are you using that terminology when so far everywhere else we've seen that it was a controlled burn? You can go to a place called West Liverpool downriver, and that's where they burn hazardous waste. And in a hazardous waste uh, situation, they very carefully control the temperature and the amount of oxygen so that they get complete combustion, right? It's time, temperature, and, and amount of the air-fuel ratio. There's no controlling of the amount of air that gets in there. That's why you saw all that soot. So it's not a controlled burn because a controlled burn would have to be like in a furnace or in your car or some system where you control the fuel, and in other words, the vinyl chloride and the amount of oxygen. So they didn't do that. So it's an uncontrolled burn. One of the worst ways to um, determine exposure in general is to smell it because if you smell the odor, guess what? You're already exposed, right? How long have you been doing this? Um, 30 years. I'm in most of the big named lawsuits as an exposure expert. It's a privilege. I get called in to try to figure some of this stuff out. So that's my job always is what really happened, you know? 
His job is to find out what really happened. And I see all you guys in the chats right now. We're all thinking the same thing. Please pray for this man that he doesn't end up suicided. I am right there with you guys. I am right there with you. How else can you not... How else can you not think that in today's day and age in the environment when you have people like this that don't that have the resources, that have the money, that are legit experts? And he says right off the bat, he's like, this the control burn, that was a lie. Control burns happen inside furnaces, inside cars. They have ways to control the oxygen to go into it, and they can they can read the oxygen levels to know when this stuff actually dissipates and really disappears and not go into the surface water, not go in or the, the groundwater. The surface, the trees, the animals, the people. He said that's all bullshit. And the crazy part is here, anyone that that can afford this guy or hire other independent agencies to come out and do the testing themselves, you're having, this was a video here of a man that has had getting his own water in his own well tested. And you have someone from the government here, from the EPA, coming in and basically trying to figure out what they're doing here. This is Scott C. Smith. This is crazy. Testing at Miller Boss 1209 house in East Palestine today says you can't find what you don't look for. We are testing for dioxins, vinyl chloride, other chemicals with much more to follow. Here are some pictures of it. These guys are independent. They're doing their own, their own thing here. And who comes in? What does... Hipako is who is a they're a contractor for Norfolk Southern have to hide from residents of East Palestine and why was a Hipako tra- trespassing and trying to intimidate Miller Boss twelve oh nine who has every right to have independent t- testing done on her property? Watch this video, guys. You're on you're on private property here. I'm sorry, I'm just asking you if you're taking samples. Uh, uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm here just asking if those guys are over there taking samples. Private property here. I'm sorry, I'm just asking you if you're taking samples. Uh, uh, I'm not, uh, I, just like you refer me to your public information officer, have you taken samples? I can't answer any of your questions. You can't. Well, then. Oh, oh, so you can't answer any of, uh, any of the questions, but you have to, you have to answer mine. This bitch here is on someone's private property. Just walking up to it. Why should I answer any of your questions? Because of what? We need to know who's coming and going on the site. But this is private property. here. You're standing on private property right now. I'm sorry, but I just, I need to know. Um, I have to check with my public information officer. Okay. You're on private property. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Um, the landowner doesn't want you trespassing. You're- she apologizes and walks off the property. My God. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are they so afraid? This tells you everything you need to know, guys. And I want to show you the setup here. And I'm going to bring you guys a, a case here that's been in the works since, I believe, 2017, 2018, that is now going to be looked at from the Supreme Court that involves Norfolk Southern. Before we get to that, I want to bring you this video here from Steve Bannon's War Room show about residents that live five to seven miles out 
from East Palestine in Ohio that are now getting sick, getting rashes, getting burns, and they are trying to reach out to Shapiro, to any of the Democrats that are in office there, any representative, and no one is returning their phone calls. What kind of country are we living in right now, guys? Watch this. About the calamity in East Palestine, Ohio. John Fredericks. You know, Steve, this is the first time that we've heard from witnesses that live here that are detailing their injuries. This isn't about compensation or FEMA giving them money or bailing out, uh, bailing out the town or things of that nature. This isn't. This is way beyond now. The home value is going down, Steve. What we're dealing with is serious injuries. As witness after witness is coming in front of Doug Mastriano's panel of state senators detailing migraine headaches, sickness, rashes, welts, shortness of breathing, their kids sick, can't go to school, pets dying. The fear that is gripping <laughs> this hearing is like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, and, and the fact that there's no media here, like this is like the forgotten community, Steve. I mean, one person, one witness, one of the residents, and remember, these are residents, they don't live in East Palestine. They live five, 10 miles away. So you can only imagine if you're in, if you're actually in East Palestine, how bad this is. One of them said, all I want to know is what the chemicals are like i go to my doctor i can't even tell them we don't even know what the chemicals are another person said this is a complete violation of my civil rights as an american i mean nobody is telling us any we're getting no information nobody cares about us i mean it has gone on and another witness said what is going to happen to us i mean when you've got americans saying what is going to happen to us what is going to happen to my family? What is going to happen to my children? What do I do? How do I get out of this place? What's going to be the long-term ramifications of my sickness? And another way. So I'm going to fast forward here because Steve Bannon just interrupts him over and over again. And then uh, this last part here is the alarming part. Watch this. Close. All right. Look, this the, this the final thing is one witness said that he had reached out to everybody, Shapiro's office, local representatives, state senator, congressman. No one got back to them except Doug Mastriano. No one. Just dead silence. This is sickening, Steve. Sickening. Okay. Don't ever let anyone ever gaslight you or anyone in this audience from friends or family when they say ele- stolen elections don't have consequences. The only one in Pennsylvania that's answering any calls or any kind of feedback to people that are looking for help is Doug Mastriano. You have that fucking Nazi Shapiro, Democrat piece of shit, not answering phone calls, not doing anything. They want these people dead. They don't care. They don't care. And to tie all this together, and oh, by the way, um, 1.4 miles away from Norfolk Southern's uh, controlled toxic chemical burn, a man found an undetonated blasting cap on his property. This is uh, His name is Corbin, believes the blasting cap, which has a wire and it is filled with cotton, was used to help detonate the cars in the controlled burn. It's not a real big one. It would blow your hand off, though, Corbin said of the blasting caps. As I contacted someone on the, in the military and asked him about it, he said, don't have any static electricity around it and don't drop it. 
Vinyl chloride is a chemical used to make uh, PVC pipes and other products. The National Cancer Institute notes that vinyl chloride has been linked to cancer of the brain, lungs, blood, lymphatic system, and the liver. And he, this man found a blasting cap on top of his roof. You think these people care about you? I think we know the answer to that. And to tie all this together, guys, this is something that I just found out today that I have n- I've not seen anybody report on. This brings it all together. This is from consortiumnews.com. The Biden DOJ is backing Norfolk Southern in a high court case. And this is the first time I'm ever really hearing about this. Former Norfolk Southern worker Robert Mallory was diagnosed with colon cancer in 2016. This is where this whole case begins. The following year, he filed a lawsuit alleging that his illness stemmed from workplace exposure to asbestos and other hazardous materials and that the rail carrier failed to provide safety equipment and other resources to ensure he was adequately protected on the job. And although he had never worked in Pennsylvania, Mallory filed his lawsuit in the Philadelphia County Court of Common Pleas because attorneys were from the state and he thought he would get the uh, fairest shot to access justice there. Ashley Keller, the lawyer representing before the Supreme Court, told the lever. The problem is Norfolk Southern is arguing that they don't want to play ball in these other courts. They only want to play ball in the courts in the states that they're headquartered in. And one of those places would be Ohio. And right now, this is where the argument is at right now, because this, uh, this railroad employee is saying he got asbestos from working conditions in Norfolk and wants money, wants restitution to help himself. And Norfolk's like, nah, you filed in Pennsylvania. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna try to sue us in Pennsylvania. We want you here. So the rail carrier is asking the high court, to uphold the lower court ruling overturned in Pennsylvania's law and restrict where corporations can be sued, upending centuries of precedent, the journalist noted. Guys, this is the same thing that big tech does, and I know this for a fact because when we were suing, uh, with our lawsuit against YouTube, we could only have the court, the, the, the judges in California. And isn't that oh so convenient? You can only file it in a California court, California judge, and a lawyer. The entire system is rigged. So, if this, if this is ruled in Norfolk's favor, it could overturn plaintiff-friendly laws on the books in states including Pennsylvania, New York, and Georgia. And guys, the two states, look at this. Where did that plume of cloud go? It went to Pennsylvania and New York. I don't know if it made it to Georgia, but I want you guys to pay attention to that. This, that gave workers and consumers more leeway to choose where they can take corporations to court and advantage national corporations already enjoy as they often require. Customers and employees to agree to file litigation, specific locals uh, whose laws make it harder to hold companies accountable. And unsurprisingly, the AAR, the American Association of Railroads and other powerful corporate lobbying groups, such as the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, the National Association of Manufacturers, and the American Trucking Association want to undercut that ability of workers, their own workers, and the people they service to file lawsuits in the venue of their choosing. And meanwhile, the U.S. Department of Justice also filed a brief that sided with this same railroad giant, Norfolk Southern. And the Supreme Court is now expected to make to issue a decision in the coming months. And in this case, with everything going on with Norfolk Southern, should Norfolk Southern prevail, the company could use the ruling to challenge other lawsuits on the grounds that they are filed in the wrong venue. 
costing people more money, more time, and racking up the court fees. And what if they make this decision? Who does this affect? Such a decision could affect lawsuits filed by residents. Understand this. Residents exposed to hazardous chemicals as a result of accidents in other states, including victims of air or water pollution caused by the recent derailment in East Palestine, five miles west of Pennsylvania state border. Norfolk Southern might say you can only sue us in Ohio or Virginia. Even if you were injured at your home in Pennsylvania from an accident that took place five miles away in Ohio, Nelson told the outlet. Guys, this is what I'm saying. These corporations are evil from the top down that employ these types of practices. They know that this case has been going on since 2017, and they know that there could be a favorable outcome if the Supreme Court does not rule in the right way that we are hoping that is ruled for the people. And won't it be ironic? Again, we saw this. The justices come through and stop Roe v. Wade. And will Trump's justices come through and shut this shit down with Norfolk Southern and allow people to sue them in the state of where they live and not have to play by the rules of Norfolk Southern? Very interesting. And you see how the DOJ, Biden's DOJ has sided with them. And that's why it's laughable when I hear Pete Buttigieg uh, blame Trump. These people are all in, including DeWine, which we showed. They're all in with this company. And just so you know, let's throw a little bit more sauce onto this. This is from Breitbart. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer trying to give Norfolk Southern $15 million in taxpayer funds. Bam, this article came out yesterday. And according to the GOP Michigan rep, James DeSana, as much as $15 million could go to Norfolk Southern Railway out of a $750 million proposal and corporate welfare money from her admin. I wonder what kind of trade-offs Whitmer here is getting from Norfolk Southern, specifically to this railroad company that has been under constant investigation, constant lawsuits, killing people, killing land, and a Democrat governor wants to make, the, uh, make that call. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Guys, that's all the sauce I have on Norfolk today. Caught you all up on that. And we're going to continue on here and get into what the hell is going on with Russia because we got some new news about Russia planning for a 30-month conflict. Now Ukraine, both the U.S. and NATO. Thank you, Tucker Dixon, says Aaron Brogovich. Anyone? Oh, we already know. We already know, right? Cookies! Thank you, Tucker Dixon. River Pike, thank you for the cookies. And 17, the cookies. And Rich says, how does nuclear war on this burn fit the admin's climate agenda? You already know, Rich, right? And 17, thank you. Cubs Jedi says, thank you for dropping sauce bombs each and every day. Thank you, my friend. Cookies! Down home with the Kansas. You know if uh, if Deweener was the when butt plug was there? Uh, not that I knew. Not that I saw down home. Not that I saw. DeWine looks like he's out there for himself and no one else. And no one else. And guys, this is why I'm saying, yeah, this stuff is infuriating. It's very sad. It's very disheartening. But we are winning hearts and minds. And I saw this tweet from Mark Loebliner on Twitter. It says, I have been anti-Trump. What he did today in East Palestine won me over. Simple, but human stuff that warmed my heart. Whether staged or not, I loved it. Amazing. What Trump did won hearts and minds, and hopefully this is going to translate in 2024. So guys, with all that AIDS that we just witnessed, let's throw in some funny here real quick. And our boy iPot, one of the original OGs, 
iPod is back and he's back on Twitter and he made this amazing bad sign language reading. Let's take a watch. Thank you, Sultan, for uh, bringing us together. Today. All right, look, big smooches to all of you, but I don't have a lot of time, so condense in this thing. Just write it down. I'm just going to say it to you, all right? Look at me. Mm-hmm. Look at it, you, all right? This time, I'm district manager, all right? So you could, you know, you know. If you want to come at me, you want to have a go, we have a little discussion, all right? I'm okay with it, all right? Four to one odds that you aren't going to be so quick to talk when the smoke clears. All right, it all comes back around. You're like, what? You wanted to go, knucklehead? Oh, please, I wish you would. I would drop you. You'd be like, oh, my elbow. All right, I would pinch you and your mom. All right, pout about that and shush. All right, that goes for all of you. One by one, you want to talk your crap, get pinched. Oh, and for all of those out there on the ones and the twos and the C's, all right, you could shush unless you want to mix it up, have a go. What? I don't even give a crap. Oh, this guy's going to bop you. Look at it, you front row. <laughs> going to write this four-letter word down and stick it on your forehead. Every single one of you, writing it down, stick it on your face. Oh, you don't like this exchange we're having? All right, then get out. Duh. Bye. Say it to my face. What you think about that, Comanche? Up yours. Write that down. And then up yours again. You want to do something? I'm the one to see. Oh, please, you hit me, you'll hurt your hand. After all that crap you were talking about, how you're boxing or karate or something but you don't have the mindset to move forward i know that all y'all need to shush and pipe down while i run circles around you what me yeah me look at me i don't even care i'm gonna be out of here soon so peace out (laughs) thank you ipod it's been a minute so where i want to bring this guys and i'm not gonna have time to play this clip here but um this was uh this was steve bannon interviewing um one of his people there i can't remember He's, he's, he's like a european guy he's pretty cool Bringing up the Nord Stream pipeline and this conflict with going on with Russia, Ukraine, and this uh, the, all this geopolitics, geo-warfare with, uh, with the United States, Russia, Ukraine, China, all these chess pieces moving, right? Nothing good. Nothing good coming out of any of this. And remember when we were reporting that we found out from that source, uh, the guy that wrote the, uh, the bombshell substack, that... The big, the bigger, it's, it's, it's already really bad that Biden blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, allegedly, right? Which we all believe he did. What's even worse, I think, that's not really being talked about is that Germany was never notified of this. And Germany were the ones that were going to be receiving this cheap oil for the winter. And America essentially attacked that and said, that ain't going to happen. And the thing is, people forget, Germany is a NATO country. So you have the United States bowling other NATO countries simply because they want Russia so bad. They want this war so bad. And where does that leave things? And NATO, this is, a, this is from their official Twitter account here. They put what they call one of their own journalists, their own journalist on a two day, on a two day, a day two of his little experience that he had with Ukrainian soldiers on the ground in the battlefields. So I've always been a journalist on day two of Russia's full-scale invasion. I went and joined the armed forces of Ukraine. This is Pavlo's story. And this is him taking pictures with a shit ton of Nazis and propaganda pictures of the tanks, the homes, the churches, the destruction. All this is nothing but propaganda. And I find it funny that NATO is the one doing this when we know that Biden attacked a NATO country in Germany by blowing up that pipeline, by forcing Germany to get oil by other means. And I just find this oh so funny, and it really rips through 
the bullshit and the propaganda when you know these facts of what are going on here. And on top of this, I wanted to throw this in as an update to you guys. The U.S. is sending troops, you know what I'm saying, troop presence in Taiwan against a China threat. It's almost a joke because when you read the article, they're only sending 100 to 200 troops to the island in the coming months. That's nothing. That is nothing. And this whole time, we've been watching Joe Biden poke the bear, poke the Russian bear. And Xi and Putin know there are no consequences with Joe Biden in the office. There are none. They can do whatever they want. And the scary part about this is Colonel Doug McGregor said he was he had a word here from one of the Russian generals or Russian intel agents that, he, that is talking to him, and this is what he had to say. Just had a conversation with someone who was in Moscow a couple of days ago who tells me that the Russian general staff is preparing for a 30-month war against NATO and the United States. All mm. of their munitions factories, equipment factories are running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So they are well-stocked, and they are prepared for the worst. Man, oh, man. 24-7 armament factories running. His sources are saying 30-month-long fight with NATO and the United States. And, guys, that's that's not surprising to me. So... 24 months puts that two years. So that puts us almost, that puts, that would put us into the new president, whatever new president we're going to have. Hopefully, hope to God it's Trump. But in this, and right now, unless somebody comes to the negotiating table or some other big event happens or a false flag happens, guys, they are pushing for this war. And, and Russia is obviously preparing for it. And we, we also heard from Zelensky the last few days saying if China does give any armaments over to Russia, that's going to absolutely start the world war. And the Biden admin came out and said this in the Daily Mail article, that they're going to be may releasing intelligence that reveals China is considering giving Putin weapons for the war in Ukraine. The move comes ahead of U.S. Secretary of State's ad- address to the U.N. Security Council today. And even worse, China is reportedly negotiating with Russia to supply kamikaze drones. Isn't that wonderful? The U.S. and Germany have warned China not to deliver weapons to Russia. And according to information obtained by Der Spiegel, however, Beijing and Moscow are said to be negotiating the purchase of 100 strike drones, which could be delivered as soon as April. And if you guys are on the Intel Slava Z channel on Telegram, they post videos all the time of kamikaze drones. I don't know if they're theirs, if they're Russia's, or if they're China's. Who the hell knows? But you see these drones just drop out of the sky. They hit and go boom. I've seen at least 15 videos of them taking out Ukrainian soldiers. The moves, fam, are being made. And these countries are preparing, and we're sitting on our asses over here, the United States, and I just feel like we're just completely defenseless. We have no plan. They want this war so bad. They want to put American troops in Europe. They want them in Ukraine. They want them fighting. And I played you guys that video yesterday. And thank you so much. Someone just sent me a coffee here. Thank you, uh, PR Patriot. It says, uh, turn up, turn up the AC, man. Love you. Yeah, I haven't, we haven't, we, we haven't even, we, we haven't turned the AC yet. It wasn't that bad and it got like 83 today. It's hot. This is what China recently came out of their press office earlier today. 
And this is what they had to say. I'm actually going to mute this because you, you guys know, no, no one knows Chinese. So he says, what is really worrying in the destructive influence of the United States on world peace and stability? America is the largest producer of war. The United States has not fought in, in, uh, in just 16 years of its 240-year history. The United States has initiated about 80% of armed conflicts in the world since the end of World War II. And the United States violates the sovereignty of other countries the most. Don't we know that too well? And interferes in the internal affairs of other countries. After the end of World War II, the United States tried to overthrow more than 50 foreign governments, violently interfered in elections in at least 30 countries, and tried to kill more than 50 foreign leaders. The U.S. is still the largest source of confrontation between the camps. NATO's wars against Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria under the leadership of the United States have resulted in the deaths of more than 900,000 people and 37 million refugees. All by design. They're not wrong. As long as America's hegemonic policies and belligerent tendencies continue, there will be no peace in the world. And you can see it, guys. We talked about the Taliban yesterday in U.S. NATO outfits, gear, weaponry, tanks, armored vehicles. And we found out today from Zero Hedge, Iraq is going to be dropping the dollar for the yuan, however you pronounce that, Chinese money, and trade with China. And again, they don't want to be dealing with the U.S. dollar. The alliances are forming, guys. Iraq, Syria, the Middle East, Russia, China. They're all getting together and they're all being, they're looking at each other like, we don't need the West. We don't need Europe. We don't need the United States. Let those dumb fucks kill each other with their woke propaganda and destroying the nuclear family and getting rid of religion. Mocking Christians, Catholics, anyone that wants to worship God, a higher power than themselves. Let them destroy themselves. And the best way, guys, to end this, because this man right here, a New Yorker himself, out of Brooklyn, Jose Vega, was at a meet and greet with Hakeem Jeffries, the poor man's Barack Obama, as we all know. And he confronted, he confronted Hakeem Jeffries about his commitment to Ukraine. This is pure fire, guys, and this is the best way we could close out the show. Take a watch. The UN Security Council had a meeting yesterday, and Ray McGovern spoke to it. He is a former member of the CIA, and he testified in support of Seymour Hersh's article on the United States bombing Nord Stream pipeline. If it is proven that the United States bombed the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, as has been asserted by Seymour Hersh and his article, will you call for the United States to acknowledge and admit that that was an act of war against Germany and Russia. And I'm asking this because this may be the only way to prevent the rest of us from being killed in a thermonuclear war. And I don't want to be fried. Don't you think the media should be reporting on whether or not this is true? And don't you think you should be inquiring into whether or not this is true? Well, thank you for the question. Uh, One, I've got no information to suggest uh, that the United States was involved in bombing the Nord Stream pipeline. Because he would have, he, you would have, you would have been, you weren't briefed on it. Sir, sir, you got your chance to ask a question. So you gave me an opportunity to respond. You weren't given information because he explicitly says you weren't briefed on it. Shouldn't you inquire? So here's what I'll say about, I think, you know, President Biden's leadership generally as it relates to the Ukraine and Russia. We committed an act of war. What are you doing to respond to that? We have to hold Biden accountable. So listen, you're from Brooklyn, right? You know when to call bullshit when you sure. see it. So sure. do I. This is bullshit right now. And I see what's Thank happening you. right now. 
That does not silence me. So, you can hear me right now. I want you to say something about the bombing because we're all going to die from a nuclear war right now unless you stop it and you at least put an inquire into whether or not it's true. This war in Ukraine is going to leave us all dead. So what are you going to do? Because you need to inquire. Here's I'm a New Yorker say. too. Here's what I'll say. Say it. We're going to continue to stand with the Ukrainian people. That's fucking bullshit. Do not do that. You will end us all in dead. In this war against We Vladimir need Putin. peace. We need talks. Because Why are you sabotaging talks? Not do not put your hands on me. We need Ukraine peace talks. I am Russia. not going to take this. It's a we battle need peace talks. Between it's a you battle are leaving. Listen. Did you even read the allegations? It's a no. battle between how about, truth how about accountability? And not airheadedness. And it's a battle between okay. tyranny and freedom. And democracy, okay. truth, and freedom will not prevail. And the United States Diplomacy, is going to make sure that, that happens. Not destruction. How about that? Uh, I ask how about you to join it? me You goddamn airhead, you're going to kill us all. I don't want to die in a goddamn nuclear war. And nobody does. Ooh, baby. That is some fire. That is some fire. It don't get much it don't get much better than that. It's just crazy. And guys, uh, thanks, Space Coast Patriot. Um, I did have the January 6th videos here. Um, I'm gonna I'll, I'll I'll go through these real quick and we'll end it. We'll end on this. This one you guys might have saw already. But all this stuff is coming out. A lot of people are waking up to this stuff. And this is going to be the year of revelations, I think, fam. We may be in a war this year. We may not be. Let's hope to God we're not. But amongst all that other stuff, the Fauci file stuff yet to come out. And the January 6th footage has yet to come out. And more of it's leaking. This was some of it right here. Where the Capitol Police officers said straight up, we got set up. They set us up. And this one from DC Drano here. Time-lapse video of the west side of the Capitol shows the crowd moved past police lines at 227. You know what happened at 226? Body cam footage shows a cop shooting a tear gas grenade into the police lines, causing them to retreat for air. So you have have cops here that shot tear gas into their own officers, made them cry, made them retreat, and then this is how the barricade supposedly came down. And there's a time lapse of this. And you can see him move right here. They got gassed, and then it, it came through. So you see the gas is what started all the commotion, and they were lobbing these flash grenades and concussion grenades into the crowds. Rich, Rich has a 40. Rich, over here. 40. Put it out. Frank, right, 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 
Put it over the fucking scaffolding. This is the video, guys. This is it. This is where this is the guy that this thunk right into the crowd. Hey, I'll make sure I don't know. Yes. Oh, you're gonna do it back. Hey, we're gonna back. Everything. We're firing up in the air, Rich. Over there. Alright, record this. I don't have my I got Just it. go. Just fucking shoot. He just gassed his own officers. He says, oh, shit. And you see the officers start choking. Look at him. And you guys hear how he said, make sure you're recording this. It almost sounds like this was all planned ahead of time, doesn't it? And then that's when they went in. This one I'm not going to play. It's four seconds, but it's really brutal. Of a woman getting bludgeoned. Her bloody face. It's really gruesome to watch. And this was the other side of the videos of the uh, men dropping the uh, concussion grenades, stun grenades, whatever you want to call them, into the, uh, into the, uh, into the protesters. Look at this fat fuck here with the same kind of gun. Right into the crowds. This is all going to come out, guys. And why do you think Hakeem Jeffries and Adam Schiff and the Democrats are so afraid of this to come out? Because it'll destroy their narrative. It's already destroyed. The January 6th committee did that themselves. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. I really appreciate it. And thank you over on the Rumble for the one Rumble rant thing we got here from Kalupi. Thank you for all your hard work. Thank you, Kalupi. I appreciate all that. Thank you for that rum brand, guys. Thank you for the coffees. Last call for donations before we head on out the door. We're at 27,000 gold pills. Can we get it up to 28,000? Even nice, even 30K would be awesome. Thank you all so much for all the love. Give the mod some love before we head out the door. If you guys want to become a personal sponsor, I give you a shout out here to Just Dallas, my main, for becoming a new monthly subscriber over on the locals. Thank you so much. You're awesome, and just like Giselle's main, she's now going to get her name on my rolling score a board of amazingness. And on top of that, you guys, she will now unlock private live streams we do every Monday night. You get access to that. A private Telegram chat. Discounts on merchandise. And, yeah, discounts on merch and your name on my board here. 
you become a monthly supporter of alternative media guys i can't tell you how much we need it to keep this going full time and by the way since everyone's here for the most part um we didn't want to announce this too early because stuff can happen but um unexpectedly wife told me earlier this week uh she's prego she's prego again and um we were being really really careful and apparently not careful enough Liam was not planned. Odin was planned. We weren't planning on having kids anytime soon, but that's not going to happen. So uh, I was an emotional wreck, guys, beginning of the week, hearing the news from Leonard, um, finding I was having another baby. Um, She's probably about a month due, a month along. So we have time. So we have a lot of time. Um, But yeah, we found out. Wifey's prego. So... (laughs) That was the big news. I'll probably remind people again at some point. But yes, that is uh, that is the case. And that is the reality. Um, I don't know if... Um, I guess we'll have to be ready. There's no, there's no other way around it. So, yeah. Wifey's prego again. And I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Hoping it's a little girl. We have two crazy boys already. And I'm hoping it's going to be a little girl. So, we're adding another child. Yet another child to, uh, <laughs> to the family. And it's kind of, it's mind-blowing to me. It's just, yeah, it's, let's, let's make, let's just, you know, yeah, I don't, I'm still, I'm still, um, I'm still at loss for words, so. Thank you guys so much. Let's get the rest of these donations while we get the scratching out. And, um, now everyone knows what's going on. So I'm sure we'll have a uh, baby shower and all that shit like we did for Odin, uh, down the road and all that stuff. So, uh, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated and, uh, all that good stuff. So. Blanche, thank you for the 24 on gold pills. Very confusing to have so many websites on which to donate. Blanche, uh, this is a great place when you donate on Foxhole, uh, a portion that goes to the mats. And um, I love it. I'm fo- on, on pilled. Anything on Rumble, buy me a coffee. It's all good. It's all good. You release that scratch in. That's released. River Pie with a cookie downtown or down home says, let's get you that 25K. We did it, my friend. And Space Coast says, what happened in the J6 videos? Bird Boy says, that guy was on fire. The people are awake and demanding answers. It's beautiful. Mike from Montana, throw me a ship. Thank you so much for the info you were sharing with us. Thank you, my friend. And 17 with another EMP. That's the second EMP of the show. Another 10,000 gold pill bomb. Thank you, my friend. Coming in hot today, dude. So many cookies, EMP bombs. Thank you so much, 17. Thank you. And... We also got cuts, 132 pills, Trappy with a cannon, Trappy with another can. Congrats on the Prego and 17. Says, hey, loved you too, man. And ask Squatch of the Shades, thank you so much. All right, very good. All right, guys. We're going to be heading on out here. Yeah. Cut says, I have four boys, but they are fired. No grandkids yet. Oof. Yeah, we got, uh... Timber Jess says, get ready for milky boobs. Well, they're, they're, that's still happening, because Odin's still breastfeeding, so... There you go. Two TMI, right? TMI. <laughs> thank you, guys, so much. I appreciate the love. And thank you. Someone else just dropped another Rumble rant here. Thank you so much. Let's see, who was it? Who done it? Thank you, Anil 100. 
Congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, guys. Before I end out the door, please smash that thumbs up. And please smash that red pill before we get on out of here, guys. Thank you all so much. So we'll have Mufasa Friday tomorrow for you guys and whatever news we got here to close out the week. And also, I'll be doing Sauce and Effect with Johnny Q on Badlands Media. Our last show got 50,000 views. We going for 70,000 views tomorrow. So we got Woke Society's at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Badlands Sauce and Effect right after that. Gonna be a great Friday, guys. I love you so much. Follow me on Twitter, True Social, and Telegram at Woke Size. Until then, stay safe, stay strong, stay woke. Good night, everybody. Time, weather, and... Okay, so... Okay, so...